Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Monday morning once again. And guess what? It's 10 a.m. Eastern Time, same thing as Atlantic Standard Time. And you know what that means? It means it's time for another edition of Coffee Shop Conversation segment with Jed. Today our topic will be seven happy marriage habits. Uh Uh-oh. Well, let's go ahead and get things rolling. Let's say hello to our co-host. Good morning, Shatila. Morning, Adrian and Jed. How are you all? Fine, thank you. Good morning, Jed. Hey, How guys. are you in California? Tonight? Good morning. It's good to be back with you guys. I'm doing really good. Good. Jed is a new daddy, the daddy of Emmeline. And she's what now, about two weeks now, Jed? Little Emmeline will be two weeks old. Actually, I think it's oh. it's today. It's today. today is two weeks. Today. See, Jed, I knew it better than you did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You don't have much sleep. You have to think about it. <laughs> I do All feel right, like Jed. I'm right. half a brain cell, but it's it's good. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. Well, today hey, you so understand I want to hear a little bit talk- more about you guys, too, because Shatila is out with you on book tour, and... I want to hear what's been the the best part of the tour, best part of the Virgin Islands so far. Well, Jed, that's actually a good question. Um, The best part of the Virgin Islands is being here during Carnival, because I've seen a little bit of everything. But the worst part about the Virgin Islands is the (laughs) iguanas, the lizards, and also the flying bugs that's flying around, because I'm not used to them. The other day, a bug flew on me, and I got went from being dressed to undressed in less than two seconds and almost jumped off the balcony to my death. But I realized how far up I was in the air. But that's a great question, Jed. <laughs> Jed, you opened up a yeah, can of worms, literally and figuratively. <laughs> that's funny. You guys have wild iguanas? Yes, iguanas and lizards walk around like roaches. Mm-hmm. Just to put it in proper perspective, the animals live here. They've been here first. They learn to respect us. We learn to respect them. They go their way and we go our way. The only thing they want is something to eat. Give them something to eat and they're gone. Boom. Bye. No. (laughs) And, of course, the mosquitoes don't know any better. They love new meat. They can sense when there's new people in town. They gravitate towards them and bite like this. They can I'm staring at 20 mosquito bites from overnight. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. That's, that's unfortunately the downside of living in the tropics. But all in uh, all, there's all kinds of medication and, and the remedies we could rub on the skin to sit off it. <laughs> so like the mosquitoes <laughs> I know about because Jenny, Jenny's from Minnesota, and every time we go back to visit, I just get eaten alive for some reason. Yes. I mean, they must be yes. like California food yes. because they all gravitate right towards me. Yeah. The iguanas, I would love to see, though. 
Yeah. Mosquitoes may be Those dumb are... animals or damn critters, critters, but they know when there's new blood in town. They know that, and they <laughs> gravitate towards that. So it's the same I thing. Either in Minnesota, I had a friend in college. He had one as a pet, and he would he would walk, take it around everywhere. He had like a little leash, and he attached it to his shoulder. It was it was cool. Yeah, that's cool. Those things would really scratch you when they get hungry and mad. They can't bite because they don't have any teeth. They just have hard skin or hard, uh, nice, I guess, skin. But they're they're vegetarians. They don't really eat any meat or anything. Oh, they're scary looking too. Look like dinosaurs. They do. They do. <laughs> okay. Okay. So one more. One more thing. Go ahead. I want to know more about the carnival too, because that's pretty big deal, isn't it? Yes, Jed, it's a big deal. It takes place a whole month long. It's like a state fair with various venues, activities, events on different days of the week. <clears throat> now, the, 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 the carnival starts off one activity here, one activity the first two weeks. But into the second week, well, actually the third week going for the last two weeks, it it, it winds up, it, it, it gets into a folks full run and start. Last Friday night, we had the opening of the village. A village is just a big place where everybody goes, where vendors purchase space and build it into what we call a booth. They all have the same aligned space, but they decorate it, make it a fun place to be. You can go there and buy food and drinks, basically. Yeah. And sometimes, once in a while, you find a VI lottery selling tickets there. But it's a place where everybody goes to meet and say hello to everybody else. Our folks who have been away from home, come home for a while. There's a big concert stage there. There's some kind of music taking place. The only complaint I have is too loud. But other than that, who am I to complain? Everybody else seems to be happy with it. They also crown the carnival queen, and then they have this parade. They have a children's parade. And then they also have an adult parade where you have people that walk on stilts and different bands, and um, they have various costume competitions. So I'm looking forward to that part as well. But it's live. It's never a dull moment, and it's a lot of people that walk on the scene and buy food. And one thing I want to tell you, Jed, is that they here in the Virgin Islands, they eat fish with the eyes still in it, and it's staring back at you. Did you know that? <laughs> oh, I've seen that on the Food Network. Well, that's yeah, that I, pretty, I don't know if I can do that. Right, me neither. I can't eat nothing that's staring back at me. I don't see how they do it. And when I was walking on the sea yesterday, that's all I seen. When walking on the, uh, on the waterfront of the harbor, yep. And I was scared that I was going to fall in the sea because there was no border or nothing holding you back. And everybody was walking. There was like a million people in one spot. Scary. A million people, but she's the only one who was scared. <laughs> There's nothing to stop you from falling over. Oh, it sounds like you guys are having a blast. Hey, I've got to know if yes, I ever make you down there for for carnival. What's the what's the one thing I've got to do? What's the one like either must no, do no, food no. or must do thing? There's no, Jed, Jed, come prepared. There's no one thing. Nope. There's a hundred and one things to do at one time. All number one priority. <laughs> there's food. There's culture. There's music. There's partying. There's food to taste places to see, things to do, swimming to go into. I'm up to about 10 already. Yeah. The number one thing to do, Jed, is just get here. 
Yeah, there you go. And make sure no, you have to ride with you. <laughs> but I wanted to That's say congratulations to Hundred and one number one must priorities must do priorities. I like that. <laughs> I wanted to say congratulations to you and Jenny because you all have a new blessing and a new bundle of joy and that's number four for you, right? This is yeah, Emily is girl number four and we we are blessed. She is happy and healthy and good sleeper and really just has her own personality already. It's it's Wow. Really fun to watch. I mean, two weeks no old and just very mm-hmm. sweet, easygoing, calm, relaxed. Um, it's funny how how different they are from um, one another, even just a couple weeks old. So, right. And you're we're just one man. Excited, I'm, blessed, I'm, and I'm a whole bunch of doctors in the house. I take my hat off to you. <laughs> have a lot of patience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, severely outnumbered, but I would not have it any other way. That's such a blessing, Jed. Boy, you must be a king in your own castle. My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till the girls get old enough to start cooking you breakfast, and every day you'll have a different cook. <laughs> Boil. <laughs> hey, Jed, I, I, might, I might come knock on I might come knock on your door to have one of those breakfasts with, with one of your cooks. Hey, you are welcome to come stop by any time. Thank you, Jed. Thank you. Thank more you, than thank happy you. to cook breakfast for you guys. So speaking okay, of cooking great. breakfast and marriage and family, today we're talking about how to stay happily married. Yes. Yes. And yes. I've got a great, great quote by Aubrey Hepburn. She said, if I get married, I want to be very married. And so I titled this um, Seven Happy Marriage Habits for After You Tighten the Knot. Um, I'm going to retitle it, How to Stay Very Married, because I love that. You know, I think a lot of times people really focus on the dating, but then after after getting married, um, a lot of it goes. You know, um, when we dated... Everybody's always on their best behavior. We're always putting our best foot forward. Um, After getting married, I like to joke with my brother. He'd ask me, you know, Jed, what are you doing this weekend? And I'd tell him, I'm just going to sit on the couch, watch TV, and eat junk food. I've already got my wife. (laughs) And, um, you know, of course I'm joking. I would would never do that. But I would tell him, you know, I'm just going to gain 50 pounds and watch TV, relax. I've got my wife. What are you going to do? Um. But, of course, it's it's a joke, not something I take serious. But I think too many people really do kind of act like that. It's the, hey, I'm married. Um, yeah. I can kind of do whatever I want. And really, um, I think this segment is all about um, just reminding ourselves and reminding everyone who's listening that it's um, important to keep doing the things that we did when we were dating um, in order to stay happily married because we want to stay very, very married. <laughs> Jed, will we have time to go through all, what is it, 12 of them? Seven. Seven of them, I mean. Seven? I think we can keep them short and sweet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, what about habit number one? So habit number one, I put, just keep putting your best foot forward. Short and sweet and simple, right? Um, yeah. When we're dating, we, we're on our best behavior. I think um, once we're married, it's important to keep staying on our best behavior. 
Okay. And right. as you so said, okay, wait, before we go on, as you said before, marriage is not an excuse to spend the weekend lounging on the couch or eating potato chips, right? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I'm quoting you on that. All right, then. Okay. Habit number two. So habit number two, catch the foxes. This this catch metaphor I love, it comes from Song of Solomon, Song of Solomon 2.15. It says, catch the little foxes that ruin the vineyard. And, of course, Song, Song of Solomon is um, it's a love story. Um, and the whole idea is just like little foxes can ruin a vineyard, um, little bad habits can ruin a marriage. So John Gottman is just the um, authority and expert on all things marriage and marriage-related. And according to him, 69% of marriage conflicts are never, or marriage conflicts are never resolved. So a couple keep fighting over the same things year after year after year, and nothing ever gets resolved. Um, okay. Great. And so, in the second happy Sabbath, you said choose to see the best in your spouse and let the little stuff go. Yeah, choose to see the best in your spouse, let the little stuff go. And I think the key to that is acceptance. And there's a story that I heard years and years ago that I'll never forget. It's about a pastor who was talking about one of these ongoing conflicts with his wife. And this conflict yeah. was with his wife leaving the dresser drawers open. And he said he would wake up in the middle of the night to, you know, go to the bathroom, go get a glass of water, and he would bang his shins on the dresser drawer. Um, You know, he'd be rushing into the house to get something, and he'd run into the open dresser drawer. And so he'd keep reminding his his wife, honey, you've got to close the dresser. Honey, you've got to close the dresser. What's wrong? Why can't you close the dresser? I hit my toe again. You know, I um, bumped my shin again. And it was just ongoing conflict. And he said after years and years of conflict, he walked into the house one day, saw the dresser drawer open, was about to get mad at his wife, and just said, you know what, I love my wife. And he closed the drawer and went on. And he said from then on, every time he saw a drawer open, he just reminded himself, hey, I really love my wife. I'm really blessed. And he closed the drawer, and it never became a problem in his marriage again. And so here was this little thing, this little fox that was, ongoing source of irritation and conflict that wasn't getting resolved. And, you know, in a matter of seconds, just with one simple choice, the whole issue was, um, you know, moot point. It was out the window. And um, I think so often we have more power than we realize. And so a lot of it is just making those little choices to accept our partner for better or for worse. And, um, catch little foxes and get them out of our relationship. What do you guys think? Yeah, I agree with you. I'm looking at one of your quotes here, and I'm, I'm quoting you directly today many times. Marriage doesn't have to be fun all the time, but it needs does need to be fun some of the time. Hmm, where did I hear that before? <laughs> Not all the people, but some <laughs> of the people. Yeah. I think it takes a strong person to be able to change your mindset um, that's what I'm hearing you say. You have to change your mindset because if you're able to see initially something to be a problem but then change it in your head for it not to be a problem and say you love your wife, that, that takes a strong person to be able to do something like that. Absolutely. 
Well, I think it's the little things mm-hmm. that make or break a lot of marriages. Let you me know, jump we, in a minute. Talked about Jared. it. Yeah. Yeah. One second. What you still is saying, a strong person. I like to rephrase as a disciplined person. Take the habit of not looking at the negative, but refer to the positive constantly. And if we get in the habit of doing that before we knew it, we become a strong person, build up that positive muscle, so to speak. Does that make sense? Absolutely. What's funny is if we do really hone in on those negatives, they cloud the whole whole relationship, and it um, makes it difficult to even see the see all the good things. But then when we sit down and we start listing all the positives or all the good things that are there for our spouse, it's it's just um, overwhelming um, how many good things are there. Yeah. Let me share with you something that that I learned a couple years ago about negative versus positives. I grew up in the Virgin Islands, and one of the habits we have is I can't understand why it's done because on a tiny island, there are a lot of things that could go wrong. We could have bad weather. We could have the planes not arrived on time. We could have this. Food prices are high. Mm-hmm. We could have that and the other. You guys had but a big power outage just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. When we were having a hurricane season one time, I remember somebody asked me, how are things for you? I said, well, it could be worse. And it struck me, what would have happened if things were worse? I would really have been in the fix. What happened was, we had high winds, and a branch from the one of the trees came by, and it, it hit the edge of my house. But when I said it could have been worse, it really occurred to me that a whole tree could have fallen on the house, damaged the house, and even damaged or injured, or maybe even killed us while we were sleeping in the house. So I've learned to use the term, it could have been worse, and right away it changed mm-hmm. my perspective. That. So it's really just kind of a matter of, of reframing the situation. Yes. yes. Mindset. Mind over matter. Mind over matter. Discipline, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, A.T., you had mentioned the next one, which is have fun and keep having fun. Oh, and I know I'm this is a big one. Right? <laughs> ahead, so that's, that's perfect. I know this is a big yeah, one for me because it's so easy just to get caught up in the hustle and bustle and moving from one thing to the next to the next. Yeah. So that's something that I'm I'm working on and continuing to try to grow in, um, especially with the yeah. writing and the blogging and um, yeah. radio shows, podcasting. I love doing all of this. Um, but it's also something that can be never, never ending. There can always be one more post to oh, write, yeah. one more book to write, oh, one yeah. more place to promote. Um Certainly with the kids and the girls, there's always one more meal to make, um, one more chore to be done around the house. And so for yes. me, it's learning to find that pause button and push it and um, just take time to relax and unwind and have fun. And I'm not always the best at that, but that's something I'm working to, working to do. <laughs> okay. Work in progress. Work in progress. My kids help me with that. They're, they're the biggest reason I push that pause button because they'll come over and want to go to the park and, you know, just with that cute smile, it's it's impossible to say no. But that's something that I've mm-hmm. got to keep doing 
in a marriage relationship. I'm great with doing it with the kids, with finding the pause button and saying, yeah, let's go to the park, let's play soccer, let's play basketball. But it's got to keep doing that with the with our marriage and our relationship as well. Yes, I agree. Yes, and the same thing with the, with the relationships and the marriage, we have to look carefully of, of how we speak to each other. We don't uh, need to be aware or, or take for granted. I know what she's going to say. I know what she means. Sometimes it's a simple little thing like saying, does is that what you really mean to get clarification? And once we get clarification, it's like a whole new world. Absolutely. So speaking of how we speak to each other, um, let's move on to number four, which is super simple, super easy, and I think everybody knows they need to do it, and it's just a reminder to keep doing it, and that's to keep saying, I love you. Cool. I think Jeff, sometimes there's the oh jump in please. Yeah, let me jump in there on that. That I love you though could become vain. It could become just mm-hmm. words and not action. So what I wanted to jump in and say was that I love you has a lot stronger message if it's shown in action rather than just words. Amen. Absolutely. So I think the key is to keep communicating I love you. And keep find, keep finding a way to really drive that Shame. message home, whether it's yes. saying the phrase over and over, but then also backing it up day after day after day. Exactly. I, I love you, Jed. The small things too. <laughs> oh, I love you guys too. Caught your God, didn't I? <laughs> You guys are too much fun. <laughs> well, you know, we're practicing what we preach after after all. I mean, we're talking about these things. We may as well put them into full practice right here on the show. I heard something, and it was years and years ago, and I don't know whether it was a bad joke or whether it was something serious that happened, but I heard of a couple who... um you know, wife went to the husband and said, asked him, honey, do you still love me? And he looked at her and said, yeah, honey, I told you when I married you, and if things ever change, I'll let you know. And um, oh, no. hopefully it was just a, just a bad joke. But yes, my guess is, is there's probably relationships that are out there that are like that, you know, who loves just yeah. assume. And um, I know in... In my relationship with Jenny, I never want there to be love assumed. I never want her to think, yeah, I think Jed still loves me. And I never want to have to assume that Jenny still loves me. I think, you know, saying something as simple as I love you every single day makes a huge, huge difference. Yes. I think that's important, Jed, and you have the keys to success by, you know, making that known because you can't get too comfortable and you have to always, I would say, you know, listen to your partner because communication is key. James Dobson did a great, great story about, um, I believe it was his parents who communicated I love you every single day and they had a fun kind of creative way of doing it. They they would write the word um, Shimley, S-H-I-M-L-I. Why, all over the place, 
And the word or the letter stood for "See how much I love you." Oh, and, um, <laughs> I, I thought it was a cute story. Yeah, a little acronym. But whether you do it through a game or a word like Shimley or, um, you know, you're just saying I love you every single day, I think it's um, important to keep that going. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Shimley. All right. You taught me a new acronym today, Shimley. <laughs> hey, Jed, I'm going to start writing, hey, Jed, Shimley. Oh. <laughs> 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 He's turning red. I can, I can hear it in your voice, Jed. <laughs> I think you have enough acronyms. Uh, I love acronyms. You I do. never have enough. Yeah, I noticed that you are you are the king of acronyms. I think oh, every single you, week one or one or two comes out. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's fun. Yeah, he they're just fun. Shimley, okay, Shimley. <laughs> it sounds like a British general. Shimley, <laughs> Captain General Shimley. What's number six, Dan? <laughs> oh, this is probably the right. I was giving man's go to the finish line. Just to change the topic. <laughs> Are you saying we're having too much fun? <laughs> I love it. Oh, this is this Great. is one of the highlights of my week. So Good. the next one, you kind of even touched on already, which is don't just say I love you, but back it up with actions. Um, Action, yes. And I've just got a different way of saying that. I, I use the phrase, you got to fill each other's love bank. So really saying the same <laughs> thing just with that. Yes. Different phrase, different word, little little bit of a word picture, which is um, yes. we talk, talk quite a bit about the love bank. And um, for yes. me, it's just such a good way to remember that you've got to make those constant deposits. Um, oh, you know, just yes. like you do into your normal banking accounts, you make deposits, yes. um, you know, on a weekly or um, biweekly or monthly basis. And really in our marriage, we want to make ongoing daily love bank deposits and um, small deposits mm-hmm. build up over over time. And so really it's just really. something as simple as um, – bringing yourself a cup of coffee, giving them a good morning hug, good morning kiss, um, closing the drawer, doing the laundry, doing the dishes, taking time to really mm-hmm. sit and listen. I mean, it's it's the small things that matter most. Yeah. So true. I think that's a healthy thing, too, making deposits and, and not always making withdrawals. Love deposits. Yeah. <laughs> no love withdrawals. Love deposits. <laughs> Only accepted here. <laughs> hey, Jeb, before we go any further, please share with our audience where your books are available and let us know how things are going with the uh, 131 Creative Conversations. All of my books are available on Amazon. You can either go to coffeeshopconversations.com, and um, I think I've got links to all of my books there. Or you can mm-hmm. go on Amazon, type in the name of the book, um, 131 Creative Conversations for Couples. And that's my book that came out late March. Um, I think the ebook came out April 1st. And um, I'm really, really enjoying it. I think I've got my first two customer reviews up. And um, 
really having fun with that. In fact, I'm working on a um, 131 conversations for families right now and can't wait to get that out because um, I'm really excited about this one. I'm excited about um, trying out some of the conversations with with my own kiddos. Um, Yeah. The school and back is such a great place for um, conversation and just to talk to our kids. And I know in my own life, I tend to get so busy um, so I want to do more conversations with my own own girls. And so for me, this is one way of doing it. And, um, of course, um, get to tell them that they get to help me test out a book, help me write a book. So I'm, I'm excited about doing this project together with them. Okay, good, good, good. So believe it or not, now this brings us into number seven. I think we're going to have to go back and do number six. But for number seven, I put keep asking good questions which is actually why I wrote this book. Um, when Jenny and I were mm-hmm. meeting, I went down to Barnes & Noble and I found a book of relationship questions. And we just had a blast going through the questions one by one. Um, a lot of times, we spend a lot of time together in Starbucks, Panera, um, even at the beach and at the bay, just going through the questions one by one, um, getting to know each other, laughing, telling stories, um, really learning about each other and asking questions that we wouldn't have thought of. Um, so it was a lot a lot of fun, and it was something that um, I wanted to kind of pass on to other couples. I see. Okay. So what was number so here's six? What makes number, did you mention number six? Yes, yeah, so what was number six? I'm a little curious now since you told me number seven. <laughs> So for number six, I put keep dating. Keep doing the things that you did to get your spouse in order to keep your spouse. Wow. That's a message within itself. I think you can save a lot of marriages by um, passing out this book to people <laughs> or get it in the hands of the masses. <laughs> Absolutely. So I got this great quote by Arvo Hendricks who says, Marriage ultimately is the practice of becoming passionate friends. And I, I think that quote really um, stuck with me because that's what I want. Um, I want a marriage where we're just passionate friends. I think if you're not having fun, then you're you're doing it wrong. Uh-oh. Doing it wrong, not having fun. Fun comes first. <laughs> <laughs> Only ages. What's the acronym? What's the acronym for that? <laughs> I bet you'll have one next week. I can't wait to hear okay. it. All right, I'm waiting for that. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, wow, that would be I a think good segment to... for the show, though. You know, we should do like ATN's acronym of the acronym of the week. <laughs> Want to be on this spot? Okay. I'll I'll come up with some. Call me when the show over. <laughs> well, believe it or not, <clears throat> one time I did a whole collection of acronyms, and I fell into them. Yeah, we could bring up a few for next week. <laughs> but, Jed, before we wrap things up with you, share with our audience where they can reach you besides your website. You are on many social media sites. Uh, pass it on to the audience, please. 
I am all over the place. Um, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook. Um, links. Um, where else? Google really coffee shop. Yeah, Google Plus. I'm on there. Really, coffee shop conversations is the best place to connect. But um, yeah, I'm right. I'm all over the place, and I think um, well, the website I use is the main hub, and I've got um links to all the other social networks and social sites up there uh-huh. on, on coffeeshopconversations.com. Yes. So that's the that's the best place to stay connected. But you can't tell me about your number one spot, social media spot, Pinterest, since you were introduced to that by your Pinterest ninja. Yes. Spider-Man. That's how you and I met, right, through, through Pinterest? Yes, yes. We introduced you to Pinterest. And it took off. How's it doing over there? You know, it's it's doing good. It's it's still something that I'm learning to use little by little, but um, really getting getting some good good engagement. It's kind of hit or miss, and haven't figured out all the all the secrets. But um, man, when something takes off on there, it really takes off. I think that's one of the biggest yeah. um, social shares that I I get, and um, haven't quite mm-hmm. figured out all the secrets, but um. When something's ahead, it it really um, gets shared and um, gets put all over the place. So it's, it's pretty cool. Thank you for turning me on to that and kind of teaching me how to use it. Well, you're welcome. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. Now, with 2,300 followers, I would say you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I'm learning slowly, slowly but surely and having a lot of fun along yeah. the way, too, which is Kind of most important part. Yes, it is. Oh, great. Well, Jed, how are we expect for today? Any wrap-up closing thoughts you have on on today's topic? Today's topic. Um, my wrap-up is: don't just get married, be very married, and um, keep working towards becoming passionate friends. I love those two two quotes because. Um, that's really what I want in my life and my marriage and what I'm I'm striving for is to um, not just be married, be very married, and um, keep the fun going, keep the friendship going, um, because marriage should be fun. And if it's not, then you're you're doing it wrong. So I think there's a lot of little things that um, turn marriage just into a joy and do a whole lot of fun. So in other words, if you want to keep the marriage fun and lasting long, do it right. <laughs> Do it. Yeah, and it's it's possible. A lot of times it's a journey, and if you're not there now, it's, it's okay. Um, find one or two small things that you can do, and then trust the process and keep going on the process. So if it's not fun, right. um, so look through the seven um, seven things that you can do and hone in on one of them during the week and start taking the small steps. Um, there's a lot of times it's just a process of doing small things, um, making those love deposits day after day, and eventually it all builds up and it all really pays off. Well, I guess I'll add to that as my closing thought. Marriage is nothing more than, well, there's a whole lot more, but for for sake of conversation, marriage is a combination of communication and relationship. If you got those two things working properly, then the marriage will fall into place. That makes sense. I like that. Say that one. Say that one more time. I'm going to write that down. Yes. 
<laughs> I'll put in an acronym for you. No, no. <laughs> Mar- marriage is a is the result of a, a good marriage is a result of communication and relationship. I was just thinking you could tweet that and create a pretty cool Pinterest pen too. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. All kinds of stuff we can do with that. Yes, definitely. That's a great quote. Well, Mark. My closing thing uh, thoughts would be that I'm, I'm able to walk away is to never get too comfortable and also stay mindful of your partner and know that you have to, like Jed said, make deposits into your love bank. <laughs> the love so bank. have your eyes wide open as opposed to wide shut, and you will have a successful relationship. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. I love those. I think never get too comfortable is, is my favorite. Exactly. Yeah. Such such good advice. Great. Okay, right, guys, what else you got? Last, it's been, it's been. That's all I've got. But it's been fun to be back with you. I've I've missed hanging out for the last couple of weeks. Fantastic. And we miss you. We miss you too. Yes. But we had to bring the baby here, so here, and I'm quite sure you're getting, um getting comfortable with the fourth child. So <laughs> hopefully we can continue you on seeing you this time next week. <laughs> I will be here, same time, same place. Last two weeks have been a whirlwind, but it's good to be back. Right. And I'm looking forward to getting back into the groove and the consistent schedule again and such a great way to start off each week. Very good, very good. Now don't forget, tell Jenny when she's up and ready. She's welcome to come aboard. <laughs> Absolutely. I will I will let her know. I think her biggest challenge is gonna to be to find somebody to to watch all, all four kiddos while the two of us do the show, but one day we will yeah. do that. Oh we'll let him sit in the room and talk on the on the mic at the same time. That's right. It's a family show, man. It's a family show. <laughs> <laughs> All right guys. I can't wait till next week. Okay. Thanks a lot, Jed. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. Okay, take care now. We'll see you next week. Folks, there's another episode of Coffee Shop Conversation with Jed. And as you can see, it's been fun. And that's what we're looking forward to, having fun but passing on information. You are always welcome, listeners, to call in anytime you want to. Our call-in number is 646-721-9611. Well, I'm looking forward to next Wednesday, or excuse me, next Monday at 10 a.m. This time next week, we'll be here back again with Jed. So until then, folks, have a good week, and I'm going to have a good carnival. (laughs) Yes, we're getting into it now. Just to remind you, folks, we're all across the the web. So therefore, let me share the time zones with you. We are always here Mondays at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and Atlantic Time. At least that's during daylight saving time. Once the clock moves back in the fall, our time will be one hour ahead. But in the meanwhile, every Monday, 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Mountain Time, 9 a.m. Central Time, and 10 a.m. Eastern, we'll be right here waiting for you. We encourage you, come prepared to chit-chat with Jed, chat with either one of us, Shatila or me, at the end, and call in at our number, 646-721-9611, or our chat room is 
Shatila. In the Author's Corner with ATN. That's Blog Talk Radio, In the Author's Corner with ATN. And I also wanted to add, ATN, that, you know, all of your shows have expanded, and we have listenerships not only in the Virgin Islands, but in the Cayman Islands, in Kentucky, Atlanta, Florida, California, you name it, the list goes on. Yes. And we're also on Stitcher. So if you can't make the, listen to the show or if you can't call in live and interact with the show, you can always get uh, listen to the show on Stitcher. And Stitcher can be used in your car while you're driving. So that's fine. Great. Fantastic. We're moving onward. Moving on up. That we are. <laughs> that we are. So, folks, until next week, we want to say so long for now. Keep your head up and keep moving forward. Don't let anything or anyone hold you back. So take care until next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.